This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So yesterday the Swanee Executive Mayor, Celia Brink, called for an overhaul of the city's revenue management system which he said has been infiltrated by criminal syndicates. Mr. Brink was speaking at he delivered his maiden state of the city address. The municipality has been unable to secure loans because it's operating on an unfunded budget and its government grants have been cut. This means that the capital's primary revenue is now coming from residents paying for municipal services. The mayor says that the municipality cannot invest in upgrading aging infrastructure without improving its revenue collections. Let's speak to the executive mayor of the city of Tswane. Sidious Brunk, good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Uh, of course, quite a bit of time. You dedicated quite a lot of time to the city's finances in your address. Um, I mean, if you were to, in a nutshell, capture where you find yourselves and what it is that needs to happen for you to get the, the municipality back on a firmer uh, grounding, what would you say that would be? So I think the first important point is that if we don't get the finances right, then no other plans or projects or vision for the future is going to come to fruition or execution. And so we find ourselves in a situation where we're not only underbilling, but we're also under-collecting. You know that the AG made certain findings uh, that were extremely negative of the city, the breakdown of systems and controls, and part of that was the breakdown of systems and controls in the revenue management division. Uh, You mentioned what I intimated in regards to the corruption and Mm. malfeasance in revenue management, and I think many people have experienced this, at least what people tell me, is that bribes are demanded by credit control agents uh, to do uh, or not to do disconnections or to do illegal reconnections, and that is part of the criminal economy that is undermining so many organs of state, including the city of Tswane. So what needs to change? You would recall the city had quite a successful revenue collection campaign called Tswane Yatima, which managed to collect 100 million rand in arrear a debt owed to the municipality. And How much? Sorry, you broke now, up as you gave that figure? Uh, sorry, about 800 million okay. rand in arrear debt right. was, was collected at a critical time last year through the Tswane Yatima campaign. And what we've done now is to make it a standard operating procedure. So there's going to be several changes in Swane revenue management. There's going to be far more rigorous reconciliation of accounts. And we are going to aim to do a thousand disconnections per week. Now, it's a very unpopular thing to say that we're going to do disconnections and that we aim to do so many, but it is essential that folks who consume and who aren't indigent and who haven't made payment arrangements with the municipality and then still do not pay are held accountable and those services are cut. Uh, And that is an obligation we owe as a city to households and businesses who do pay their bills on time. Mm -hmm. The controls then, uh, you know, that were flagged by, the financial controls flagged by the uh, Auditor General, what have you put in place or what are you putting in place to get that right? Because if, as you said, if that guy doesn't come right, nothing else will. Yes. 
So there are three critical issues that we need to address in order to move from an adverse audit to a qualified audit at, at the very least for the current financial year. And that is to fix up the cash flow and the cash flow statements, to fix the uh, trade payables, in other words, uh, those accounts that the municipality need to pay to our creditors, and lastly, uh, the property of the municipality, the property, plant, and equipment. For each of those areas, the city manager has established work groups which report their progress uh, to me on a regular basis and to the mayoral committee on a monthly basis. We've also established an executive audit tracking committee where members of MAKO can ask critical questions about the progress in responding to the findings of the Auditor General. Of course, a lot of this is going to depend on filling the critical vacancies in the municipality. Uh, And so we've advertised the position of CFO into ALIA, along with many other senior positions, but that's going to take us at least three months to fill. And so the Municipal Council has also approved uh, a process by which the municipal manager will try and second a CFO from a different organ of state while we are trying to fill the position on a full-time basis. National Treasury has also given us two important resources to experienced financial managers who are in the city and assisting with uh, responding to the AG's findings, but also Mm. in rebuilding the systems within the group finance department. What, you know, uh, despite us as a station being based here in Johannesburg, we've got a very large footprint in the city Mm. of Tswani. We are... So we, we, we really have a pulse on what is happening there. We are constantly getting complaints about basic service delivery in this, uh, in this, within the city of Tswane, particularly uh, in the townships where people will complain about rubble not being collected and there are the ongoing problems with the water as well. And you even made mention in your speech as well about the water purification plants and so on. What, what, is, what, what do you have to say to that in terms of what you are doing to... Um, deal with the unhappiness of the residents about things like that? So let's take it issue by issue. The city does have a major problem with illegal dumping, um, in part because we've run out of landfill sites. So your entire waste disposal value chain is disrupted. We desperately need a new uh, landfill site. We know that that is not the way of the future. But until we've built the resources to get a recycling economy in place or a recycling system in place, we need another landfill site. It's as simple as that. But we must also explore alternative options in the meantime, uh, as well as, uh, I mean, including waste incineration and so on. But there's also an important part with especially with regards to um, rubble and and, and, uh, illegal dumping, and that is we need the support of communities to report where these issues happen. And once the municipality has cleaned illegal dumping sites, Mm. we need the assistance of the community, of councillors, of NGOs, to keep those spaces clean. We simply can't uh, just say it's the municipality or it's the government's fault. It also requires a change uh, of culture and a change of approach. But uh, waste disposal so, is one issue. The water situation is is another. And there, before you before you address the water, yes. are you saying that because of this problem with landfill sites, uh, have you actually and you say it has disrupted uh, uh, your management or your refuse management processes? Does that mean you have actually stopped because you have nowhere to dump uh, the, you know this refuse when you do collect it because there's no, no landfill site? 
Well, no, it hasn't mm. stopped. The city has got two landfill sites uh, that are still open, but they are rapidly running out of space. So even two landfill sites for a city as large as Tswane, I mean, geographically the third largest city in the world, that is simply not enough. And if you don't have the landfill sites and if you don't have the way stations, you are going to get a situation where there is rubble piling up where you can't manage the full extent of the waste disposal situation. But of course, that's not the full answer. We also know there are problems with contractors. The city largely depends on contractors to do waste uh, removal. Mm, mm. And there we've got to have a serious conversation to see how do we build up internal capacity uh, and reduce reliance on contractors. All right. And uh, just a quick word on the water then. Yes. So uh, the biggest issue, of course, in terms of water is the state of Hanskral water and the Royval Wastewater Treatment Plant. Uh, it is going to cost us, in the second phase of the upgrades, about 2.5 billion rand, which is the entirety of the city's capital budget. We are going to have to take a completely different approach and partner with the private sector, as well as organs of state, in order to deal with the situation. We have to admit, Swane doesn't have the full capacity to deal with the situation in the timeline uh, in which it must be dealt with. And so I've met with the Minister of Water. That is one engagement. We'll have a follow-up engagement, and we'll also see how the private sector can be used uh, to get the capital to do those upgrades. Just finally, not much will happen as well if there is no stability within council. We have all had all manner of drama this year uh, in the Tswane Council, uh, like uh, we've had in a lot of metros at Gauteng here. Are you confident that your coalition that is currently in place now uh, is a solid one and that uh, the, the drama of the constant, uh, you know, motions of no confidence, I mean, I, I don't assume you can guarantee there won't be other motions of no confidence, but uh, you can at least make a pronouncement on, uh, you know, the, the robustness of the alliance that you have, the coalition that you have put together. Yeah, so as you say, there are no guarantees in coalitions. Um, they are inherently unstable. We do have a majority, but it's a paper-thin majority, uh, and it is not the kind of majority that, that can give you hubris about uh, you know, how easy it is to implement your plans. So it's very important that the public understand that. But from my side, I am taking every effort to keep our coalition partners on board to make sure that their policy input is included in the programs of government but also to tend to the relationships because many, many times these things run aground because the relationships aren't maintained. Not for one moment uh, can, I, can I promise that this is going to be an easy task, uh, but that is my approach. I think we have a group of coalition partners, the five of us, who are broadly in agreement about what needs to be done. But in addition to that, I've reached out to the opposition. I have done many visits across Tswane, and most of them, have not been in wards where my own party has the ward councillor. It's been to places such as Attridgeville, Mabupani, Winterfeld, mm. uh, Mamalodi, Nelmapius, and at each of those places I've tried to involve the ward councillor, try to understand the pressures on the ward councillor. Mm. Uh, and so I hope that there's a new collegiality and a new commitment in the whole of the municipal council across party lines right. to realize if we disrupt this now, Swani is only going to get worse. And whoever then inherits this government is going to have an almost impossible task to get things done. Executive Mayor of the City of Swani, Silias Brunk, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it.
Thanks so much. There you go. Swane Residence, uh, there you have it from the mayor. Uh, the way did he articulate uh, the position of the, the city, uh, what uh, they are going to do to deal with the challenges that the city faces. Does that fill you with confidence? Let me know on 0861-987-000, WhatsApp 0833037093. Have you seen evidence of this renewed uh, well, uh, efforts, renewed efforts at collegiality and uh, finding solutions by engaging uh, ward councillors and all of that. Are you engaged with your own ward councillors, by the way, um, in that part of the world? I mean, at any part of the world, really. Talk to me about your experiences as a resident of the city of Tswani. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.